we've seen is you have seen activists that will go and just challenge almost anything. That's not uh, appropriate uh, to be happening. Uh, hijacking this process is not something uh, that, that we want to encourage in any way. And it's been from different motivations. You know, you have some people that just think these, some people honestly think a lot of these books are bad, even though they're classics. There's others that are doing it just to try to create a narrative, to try to act like, oh my gosh, these books are under review, and then the media will take that run with it and try to act like that there's some debate on whether Florida law requires this or not, which there's not. Uh, so this is all theater, this is all performative, uh, and it really has no place in our school system. But we really do have a problem. Either the people who are, you know, the sort of bored activists who just think that everything ought to be banned or the people who are trying to make a point with these, ex, you know, ridiculous, ex, excessive requests to have like the dictionary reviewed or whatever. And so he's saying, you know, we, this is not how the process is supposed to work. Also, you know, we're not engaging in book bans in Florida. What we're saying is that children in school libraries shouldn't have access to extremely lurid material. And by the way, they showed a video ahead of this press conference. Oh my God. If it, the stuff that is in some of these books that gets removed is, genuinely disgusting i you just it's unbelievable that people think that all we're after here is you know the ordinary uh you know work of literary value oh god no <laughs> i mean some of these things are really 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 filthy um i mean like they could even when they're showing the video of the things that are filthy which i cannot play for you on the air even that video has parts of it that they would they bleeped over like it's just i mean it's you know it's it's really bad anyway but that doesn't mean that adults can't go buy stuff Florida's not banning things from adults, right? Adult material is just not appropriate to be putting with our school children. So if that's something that, that you're interested in, uh, there's no prohibition in the state of Florida, um, you know, with this adult stuff. You know, I've said, if that's what you're looking for, adult material, I don't care if you're reviewing Hunter Biden's laptop, for Pete's sake. You can do what you, <laughs> but, but that's a different question than what ends up in a school. Yeah, no, he's right. And by the way, as far as book banning goes, you know who's really doing it? There is a movement to ban books in this country, not in the state of Florida. Uh, there's a movement, and it's and it's uh, ideological left folks that are trying to get Amazon to ban certain books from even being offered in the first place. The Biden administration was involved in pressuring uh, Amazon. That correspondence just came out uh, within the last week or two. I mean, you get the cancel culture is banning things, right? It's trying to punish speech. It's trying to censor ideas, right? That that Getting Amazon to delist things that you don't agree with, that, that's the problem. So, um, you know, what is the issue? Well, in part, it's the, the busybodies. Members of the community, although we like people wanting to be involved in what's going on, you know, to just show up and object to every single book under the sun, that is not uh, an appropriate uh, a situation here. And, and we've seen that occasionally. Uh, you should not be reviewing dictionaries and encyclopedias and just, just basic things that have been a part of education for a long time. So there are a couple of things that are being considered by the legislature. You know, one would be to limit the number of claims you can make, uh, maybe to five as an individual, maybe to limit the number of claims you can make if you're, you know, don't have kids in the school system. You know, that there might be a different standard for you if you have kids and don't have kids in the school system. And also, uh, maybe the idea that what we ought to do is, you know, put a disincentive in there for people who file frivolous objections to books. Limit it. And then what you can also do is 
if you object to like a To Kill a Mockingbird uh, or Hank Aaron, that obviously is a, a frivolous objection. Those books should be in school. Then maybe after one or two frivolous objections, you have to pay a fine because you're putting people to go through all this. I, you know, one proposal is, uh, you know, 100 bucks in processing fees for an unsuccessful book objection, what I would call a, you know, a frivolous book objection penalty. I love it. I love it. I mean, if you if you're sure it's bad, file the objection, get the book removed. If you're not sure or you're just a busybody or you're trying to make a point, hmm, simmer down, you know, because you're gumming up the system. I mean, Escambia is one of the two most removed counties in the entire state. We've had so many uh, because they've been working on this here a lot, and it really does waste an enormous amount of time, and it makes us all look stupid, okay, and it doesn't really accomplish the purpose. But if you've got a real example of filth or a problem, good, object to it, remove it, no worries. Otherwise, shh. <laughs> so uh, Florida's had 1,218 book objections during the entire last fiscal year, resulting in the removal of 386, the vast majority coming in Clay and Escambia County, according to the story from the News Service of Florida. 615 on News Radio 92.3, so I like it. Simmer down, penalize the people who are abusing the system. Simple. The Transgressors Memorial Service comes up next. Right now, Jake's got traffic on the fives. Wants to do a man from a land named Sh. Exhibit. Exhibit. Uh, All right. We're looking good on our roadways this morning. Not seeing any accidents reported by FHP. Looking at the Google map here, not seeing any congestion on our roadways. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Highway 98 is looking good through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90, I don't see any accidents slowing you down. And we're looking good from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. If you do see anything out there, let us know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Hey, if you've got any kind of a plumbing issue, leak, drip, weird sound in the wall toilet makes noise in the wall when you flush it or the faucet or you know you tried to fix something yourself and stripped it guilty uh <laughs> call barberry plumbing they'll come out and take care of it they did for us they solved the problem they undid the fix that i did wrong 477-8782 for barberry plumbing Join Stefan Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College for Boat Smart on the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 10 a.m. Key Marine sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. Have a boating question for Stefan? Then give us a call at 437-1620. It's a dream team, so join them today at 10 a.m. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. As a mom, comforting my family is what I do best. Vicks Vapor Stick provides soothing, non-medicated Vicks Vapors in an easy-to-apply stick. And it dries fast, so there's no mess. I use it to comfort myself <sighs> and my family. <sighs> Thanks, Mom. Vicks Vapor Stick, soothing comfort for the whole family. And when you need more comfort for yourself, try Vicks Vapor Shower for steamy Vicks Vapors. Use as directed. Vapor Stick for use ages 4 and up. Vapor Shower use for adults only. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. Your road to adventure starts with the 2024 Subaru Outback and the 2024 Subaru Forester. Both come standard with symmetrical all-wheel drive for confidence along the way. The Subaru Outback, according to Kelly Blue Book, is one of the best family cars of 2023. And according to Auto Trader and my good friend Max here, the Subaru Forester is one of the 2023 best cars for dog lovers. For information on all the awards and accolades from Kelly Blue Book and Auto Trader on the 
Subaru brand, the Subaru Outback, and the Subaru Forester, visit kellybluebookkbb.com and autotrader.com. Whether you're a Forester family or an Outback family, your road to adventure starts in a Subaru. Get yours during the Subaru A Lot to Love event. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company, Incorporated. Auto Trader is a registered trademark and used with permission. The Florida Department of Health in Escambia County works to protect, promote, and improve the health of everyone in your community. Listen in on Tuesday at 1030 to the Pensacola Expert Panel when Director Marie Mott will give a public health update. That's Tuesday at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Start your mornings off informed with all things Pensacola on the Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today for the Transgressors Memorial Service, remembering those who have transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must forever be cast into the abyss of dead names. Let's join Brother Andrew, remembering those who we have lost. Our first remembrance is for the novel To Kill a Mockingbird. Although thought of by many as a classic, this fictionalization of racial injustice in the Deep South has been gradually falling out of favor with our specially trained and certified Wokenistas for several years. Even though this famous book was read by almost all Americans for decades and was listed by those most holy and venerated truth sculptors at the New York Times as their reader's pick for the best book of the last 125 years, there simply are too many problems to allow it to stand. First, the book uses that most unholy of words which starts with an N, without context, explanation, or denouncement, a word which is only safe to be used by comedians, athletes, and rappers, never authors. Second, the central feature of the book is the white savior attorney who tries to rescue the at-risk black defendant from tragedy. And as the 19th dictum of woke evangelism clearly states, saviors must never, ever be white or male. Thus saith the Gaia. Third, even though Atticus Finch may seem like a hero, did he really work to challenge racism and injustice, or did he merely tell the basic truth about the falsely accused man? After all, he seems very comfortable operating within the power structure that favored males who look like him, and even went so far as to refer to one of the lynch mob members as a good man, and he had his meals prepared for him by a black house servant. Even our least instructed younglings would have done better under the circumstances. In addition to all of this, the book, for a variety of reasons, can very easily make readers feel uncomfortable. And we all know literature should never do that, unless it's making them feel uncomfortable for being white, male, wealthy, straight, or Christian. So, Jem, Scout, Boo, and Atticus, you must all go, woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend! Your sweet voice. Second. A hearty round of praise for the two members of the Guerrilla Climate Activism Army Declare Emergency, who this week threw pink powder on the indestructible glass case protecting the United States Constitution at the National Archives in order to raise awareness of the impending climate doom we are all facing if we cannot bring ourselves to stop driving cars, burning coal, breathing, belching, farting, and flying private jets from Tokyo to Las Vegas for sports ball festivals. 
Yes, these brave young eco-warriors, identified male at birth, really made their point with clarity when they exploited the logical nexus between pink powder, global climate change, and the Constitution. Only a fool wouldn't see the connection. Also, they did what every good activist desires, made it on the news with their lucid and compelling message. This country's founded on the conditions that all men are created or created equally and endowed with the inalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We're calling for all people to have all these rights, not just wealthy white men. The eloquence is almost Hamiltonian. Yes, these courageous otherans successfully ruined family vacations, derailed educational field trips, and made the exhibit guards feel very, very sneezy. Like so many other experts in persuasion before them, these two heroes of the faith clearly embodied that sacred principle of protest. If you can't say something smart, then by all means do something dumb. And the dumber, the better. What might seem like petty vandalism to some looked to me like the Olympian mount of protest expression. Yes, as I sat watching these frontline soldiers from the comfort of my plush divan, I couldn't help but be inspired by these young evolutionary apex examples showing the world that some young men are in absolutely no danger of being taken over by toxic masculinity. Or by any masculinity. So good for you, young heartthrobs. While others throw soup or beans or bags of urine around with no flair at all, you stylishly doused yourselves and one of the greatest documents in human history with neon pink powder. Well done, good and faithful servants. You definitely have drunk your full serving of the Brondo, and it shows. It really shows. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Finally, a note of moderately optimistic expectation for the upcoming Apple TV special, Snoopy presents Welcome Home Franklin. Based on the classic Charles Schultz cartoon Peanuts, this streaming special will tell the origin story of Franklin Armstrong, the cartoon of color, character added by Schultz after the assassination of Dr. King to the otherwise whites-only world of Charlie Brown. The reason I say moderately optimistic is because I never want to be fully endorsing of a new work of fiction until it has been thoroughly vetted by our self-righteousies of at least the third degree, and of course until I have personally been able to virtue nitpick it for myself. That being said, it supposedly will tell the story of Franklin being the new kid in school because his father was in the military, a plot which we obviously hope will focus on the disadvantages of minority children being forced to move around and suffering from the institutional racism of a military culture which preys upon the poor and black citizens of this country. There's always a danger this story might be just a little bit pro-military, which would be a calamity, but we trust modern illustrators to know better than to produce anything that might be even vaguely patriotic these days. Of course, it's all fine and well for Franklin to befriend the privileged white kids of Peanuts as long as he also reveals to them the implicit bias they all carry, reminds them how often black children must suppress their blackness by pretending to assimilate into white culture in the classroom, and of course exposes the seedy undercurrents of speciesist depression towards Snoopy and Woodstock. Pets are people, not property. If it does all of this and also makes Charlie, Lucy, Linus, Pigpen, Schroeder, Peppermint Patty, and Marcy feel guilty for benefiting from their white privilege, it could truly be a glorious children's story. If it also happens to explain why adults talk like this, so much the better. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Before you leave today, please remember to sign the card of concern we're sending to Brittany Dingleson, who has been shut in her 87% recycled materials tiny house since Tuesday 
when she read the news that Starbucks is being sued for falsely claiming to serve only 100% ethically sourced coffee. Brother Kevin will be visiting Brittany tomorrow with a gift basket of alternate caffeine sources, all believed to be certified injustice-free. We feel your pain, Brittany. Refreshments this week are provided by Tortilla Flatulence, the Mexican food that's never safe to eat at a party. Try the special seven-bean burrito served on a fried avocado skin with a topping of celery compote and seasoned with Mother Inferior's proprietary conflict-free Cajun spice blend. Just pop one in your mouth and let her rip. And now, brethren, sistren, and otheren, having been cleansed of these hurtful words, give each other the holy virtue signal and go forth and transgress no more. 626 on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's, it's Spence Cole of Morning News. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. You doing okay, Jake? <laughs> Tor- tortilla flatulence? <laughs> no, no, no. Flatulence. Oh. Okay. You got to say it just right. <laughs> Flat- flatulence. Okay. Tortilla flatulence. There you go. <laughs> Oh, okay. We're looking great on our roadways out there. Uh, if you're on Highway 98 this morning through Gulf Breeze and Navarre, you're looking good. Uh, if you're coming out of Milton on Highway 90 through Pace, I don't see any accidents slowing you down. Looks like I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds, and Highway 29 is looking good coming out of Cantonment. This uh, traffic report is brought to you by ECUA. ECUA Bulk Waste Service is now call for pickup. Call by 2 p.m. the day before your service day. Learn more at ecua.fl.gov. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. By the way, have you actually seen the the pink powder guys? I have. You've seen the... Right, yeah. (laughs) Just... Yeah, mm mm-hmm. Uh, our heroes. Um, yep. Hey, if you um, if you've got a boat to sell, or a home to sell, or an Airbnb to market, or a restaurant, or a business, or uh, anything for which you might use video services, Pelican Drones. Okay, uh, my good friend Chris runs that operation, and they do great work. Okay, really good work. But it's not just aerial stuff. It's ground-based video footage. It's video production services. So you need somebody to make you an ad that's thirty seconds long, or a minute long, or twenty seconds long, or five seconds long, or whatever. They can make you all of that, and then you own it when they're done. So if you need to change it or fiddle with it or whatever, you can do so. Comprehensive video production services, of course, including aerial, if that's what you need. PelicanDrones.com. Steve Taylor's in the newsroom with our headlines this morning. Steve? Well, good morning. Uh, victims of the Kansas City shooting are being remembered in a candlelight vigil. Community of faith leaders in Kansas City joined friends and families of the victims last night to show their support. One person was killed in Wednesday's shooting, and over 20 were injured. Three suspects are in custody. Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny is dead. Reports today from the Russian media say the staunch critic of President Vladimir Putin died while behind bars at the age of 47. He led protests against the Kremlin for more than a decade, even daring to run against Putin. Back in 2020, he fell ill, basically, from a military nerve agent. He says he was poisoned on the direct orders of Vladimir Putin. And he was sentenced last August to 19 years in a maximum security penal colony uh, on charges of extremism. At least his death wasn't from falling out of a window. Yeah, the, uh, what is it, defenestration. That's the term for when people get uh, accidentally shoved out of a window by their political opponents like uh, Vladimir Putin. Uh, Steve, thanks so much for the update. Hey, if you are uh, needing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, anything like that, Peden, they're the ones to call. You know when you call them, okay? They're going to have professionals who show up on time, 
do the work that they tell you they're going to do, do it right with the right materials the first time. And, you know, they're now, they've been expanding. And, I mean, I've been talking about them for maybe a year or two. And uh, they have, in that time, they've expanded all the way east of Tallahassee and all the way west into Mobile County. Uh, in fact, they are all over the whole area. Mobile County, Baldwin, Tallahassee, you know, Fort Walton, Destin, of course, right here in Pensacola as well. Uh, they're hiring AC technicians, plumbers, and electricians in all the markets. And you get a free tanked water heater with a new AC system purchase right now at Peden. Find out more information at Peden, P-E-A-D-E-N.com. Coming up uh, next, we're going to talk to Representative Alex Andrade. Find out what's been going on in the House of Representatives in Tallahassee all this week. And Steve will have your local news right after Fox. Stick around. This is a Fox News alert. I'm Lillian Wu. Russia's prison service has imprisoned opposition leader Alexei Navalny has died after feeling unwell and collapsing after a walk. More testimony expected today from Fulton County, Georgia DA Fonnie Willis. Attorneys for former President Trump want her disqualified from an election racketeering case. Willis was put on the defensive over her admitted romance with Nathan Wade, the man she installed as the top prosecutor in the case against the former president. At issue is when the romantic relationship between the two began. Fox's Kevin Cork. An ex-informant is charged with lying to the FBI, alleging Joe and Hunter Biden took bribes. This man, his name is Alexander Smirnoff, 43 years old, arrested at the Las Vegas airport. The indictment says Smirnoff told FBI agents that both Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were paid $5 million apiece in bribes. Fox's Davis This is a Fox News alert. Good morning at 631, 55 degrees and cloudy. I'm Steve Taylor from News Radio Pensacola. Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves says, says there's been a lot of misconceptions about the upcoming red light camera program. We put an FAQ up a couple months ago. Um, I mean, it still can be found. It's Googleable. Um, and I know it's on our website uh, somewhere. Uh, we can get a link to you. But uh, ultimately, we've, we've kind of mythbusted a lot of these things um, that, no, we're not shortening yellow lights. No, we're not following you home to your house on camera. No, we're not doing those things. He tells us they're targeting July 1st as the launching date for the program, mostly depending upon the vendor. The cameras will be set up along 9th Avenue at Bayou Airport, Fairfield, and Gregory intersections, along with Davis Highway and Fairfield Drive. Reeves says those locations were chosen based on traffic crash data for the last 10 years. The Pensacola Police Department is looking to join the Escambia and Santa Rosa Sheriff's offices by outfitting their officers with a device that can detect drugs. It's called TrueNarc, a narcotics analyzer that uses a small laser to scan drugs. I mean, this is going to be an, um, another important tool that we could have. You know, the technology is there, and you know, you know us. We're always reaching for for technology and and uh, and finding different ways to make our jobs easier and and a lot more safer for our officers and the and the people that we serve. Pensacola Police Department spokesman Mike Wood says the department is looking to spend one hundred fifty thousand dollars from opioid settlement money the county received last year. Each device costs about eight thousand dollars. Despite the Pensacola City Council voting last week to move forward with demolishing the Malcolm Young Gym, some residents still are not giving up. News Radio's Joe Ford explains. According to Studio 850, a pro se motion was filed in Escambia County Court that would stop the demolition for 60 days. During that time, residents could organize into a committee and try to get enough valid signatures for the issue to be placed on the ballot. The motion was filed by Pensacola resident Jonathan Green, and it says in part that it's allowed in the city charter. The tactic has been used before. Back in 2019, residents sought to stop the city from awarding $5 million additional dollars towards the ST engineering expansion at Pensacola International Airport. It was allowed to proceed when not enough signatures were collected. 
Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Four different great white sharks have been tracked to locations off the Florida coast, including one in our neck of the woods. Chris Trunkman has details. The group O-Search, which tracks sharks and other marine animals, says the biggest shark was a 12-foot, 1,600-pound great white named Scott, which pinged off the Florida Keys. Another shark was tracked from the Alabama border to the Big Bend, past Tampa and Fort Myers. A juvenile shark named Jekyll was hanging out off the East Coast. The great whites likely came from the north seeking warmer waters. Chris Trankman, Tampa. Now let's check our forecast from Channel 3. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. It will be a nice humid day today. Temperatures near 63 degrees for your high, mostly cloudy skies. Rain chance will kick off as you go into the afternoon and evening, light to moderate showers. As you go overnight, temperatures dropping near 56 with our rain chance hanging around. Rain for Saturday morning before things clear up after about 11 a.m. High on Saturday near 59 degrees, low Saturday night near 37. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thanks work right now let's check in with jake walker for traffic on the fives all right we're looking great on our roadways this morning i-10 and i-110 are at posted speeds i'm not showing any slowdowns on pine forest or in car city nine mile not showing any issues if you're on gulf beach highway this morning i don't see anything slowing you down davis highway is clear from the i-10 overpass through creighton brenton fairfield we're looking good from 12th avenue through to palafox and w street uh, Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly as well. If you do see anything out there on our roadways slowing you down, please let me know. 437-1620. You can call or text. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks, Jake. Right now, 55 degrees in Pensacola, 54 in Gulf Breeze, and 51 in Milton at 635. The next news is 7. Breaking news anytime. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Toast says it will lay off 10% of its workforce, equating to 550 employees. The restaurant management software manufacturer also posted fourth quarter earnings that surpassed Wall Street's expectations. Revenue came in at just over $1 billion, a 35% year-over-year increase for the final three months. The pandemic resulted in many restaurants adopting Toast's tools for mobile ordering and payments. However, demand has cooled since then, down from 37% in the third quarter and 45 in the second. The Biden administration has eased some of the restrictions on banking giant Wells Fargo, saying the bank has sufficiently fixed its toxic culture after years of scandal. Wells Fargo's stock soared over 7 percent following the news. An order that had been in place in September of 2016 had required the bank to overhaul how it sold financial products to customers and provide additional consumer protection. Futures are mixed. That's your money now. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333.
Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards, rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. For a short month, February sure has a lot going on. The big game, Mardi Gras, Valentine's, and President's Day, to name a few. So, what else can we celebrate? How about a very low interest rate and $500 cash when you finance a 2024 Volkswagen at Feedmore Imports? That's right. Feedmore Imports now offers 1.9% financing for 48 months on all 2024 Tiguan and Taos models, plus $500 customer cash. The 2024 Tiguan S from 29101 and financing for 1.9% at 48 months. The 2024 Taos S from 24991 and 1.9% financing at 48 months. Plus the 2024 Volkswagen Jetta S now from 22481 with available financing of 1.9 at 48 months. These deals won't last long, so hurry to feed more imports. They're not in Car City, but at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Special APR rates and bonus cash from qualifying credit. CCI must take retail delivery by March 4th, 2024. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like CMEX Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. News Radio Pensacola. Your home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Start your mornings off with the award-winning Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jake. Then get informed and laugh from 11 till 2 with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Followed by the Guy Benson Show. Your afternoon drive is anchored by Pensacola Right Now with Joe and Austin. Followed by Dave Ramsey. It's News Radio Pensacola. Heard on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Alex Andrade is our state representative for District 2. That's the southern portion of Escambia County and the very southern portion of Santa Rosa County, the beachfront property, basically. Uh, now with the lines being redrawn. Alex, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Always good to have you. So, um, you know, as we're getting closer to the end of session now, we're seeing bills get passed. We had our first notice that the governor's actually signed some bills, minor bills that don't matter to anybody, most likely. Um, but we had a c- couple of interesting ones that went through the House yesterday. Uh, the bear bill, the bear-taking bill, in self-defense is the premise of this one. Not that you can go out and hunt bears, but um, that's been the claim, is that people who just don't like the bears are going to go shoot them and claim self-defense. Uh, you voted for the bill. The bill passed overwhelmingly. Thoughts? Yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad it passed. I think uh, uh, it was uh, such an interesting um, bill because the language ultimately was um, similar to like stand your ground. Mm-hmm. So the same defenses you have when you know 
um, you engage in any kind of like lawful use of force against another human being are now being applied to bears, and somehow that was offensive to someone. Um, like that was that was probably one of the more interesting ones. Um, we obviously all refer it now as refer to it now as the crack bear bill, but uh, <laughs> I'm happy for. <laughs> For representative shows and <laughs> that's yeah. right uh, i forgot about that which was a super classic line that uh, rep show uh, said when he was presenting the bill uh in committee that one time that we're not talking about ordinary bears we're talking about them crack bears <laughs> yeah um in one lighthearted moment yesterday on asimani asked uh, representative show if he knew that a uh, cocaine bear was not a documentary so it, was, uh, <laughs> it was a fun lighthearted moment you know It always makes me sad a little bit that I don't have time to really watch all of the committee or the floor sessions and watch the Bragash lawsuit hearing and why, you know, like there's so much to pay attention to. I know with Anna Eskamani and you and, and, uh, you know, um, Rep Rayner that, um, you know, there would be gems. (laughs) There are always going to be gems. And I feel. Yeah, when you when you had like a, like Milton had what three meetings last night, so yeah, you don't have enough time of the day. Oh my God, don't, um, don't get, sure. I haven't even gotten to the Milton stuff. That's going to be this weekend. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, one of the other um, kind of an interesting thing, the governor yesterday did a press conference talking about how uh, people have been abusing the book review in schools system and either doing it for political purpose to showboat. Uh, as he said, creating a narrative by requesting a dictionary, for example, be reviewed, or people who, like, obviously here in Escambia County, you have one person who put in, like, a hundred challenges, and uh, th- there's a bill working its way through the process that would seek to limit the number of challenges, limit based on whether you are not a parent of a school and of a child, a uh, school age child, and maybe even offer a kind of uh, frivolous challenge penalty if you file too many and then you fail and maybe a hundred bucks or something like that. I, I love that idea because, you know, it's kind of like the pendulum swings and you, you correct, but what are your thoughts? Uh, Alex, are you there? I'm not sure what happened just there, but, uh, Actually, I think he was trying to call in. Oh, okay. I think we may have lost him, and he was trying to call back in, and that's the call we just had. That, that, so. Okay. Well, he'll, he will try again in a moment. Should we so, hang up uh, on this one? Or? Yeah, go ahead and hang up on that one, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, he will <laughs> he will call back. Sorry about that, folks. Live radio is sometimes a funny beast. So, yeah, th- very interesting yesterday to hear um, Governor DeSantis talk about this, which I think has been the case, is that an excessive number of filings, an excessive number of, uh, you know, complaints about these bills has led to where we're at right now. And, uh, oh, still hasn't called. I thought, I thought you were signaling that he was ready. I'm waiting. Anyway, when he calls back, uh, you know, we'll get back to him. We may be having a phone issue, and I apologize for that. Mm. Certainly do. Um, one of the bills that's been working its way through, and it's been sponsored by Michelle Salzman, is this bill on term limits, you know, for county commissioners. And they have done away with some of the um, uh, retroactivity. They have basically made it for eight years going forward. And one of the hiccups in this that I know it's hard to wrap your brain around if you live here in Escambia or Santa Rosa County has been how to deal with constitution, constitutional uh, counties. Uh, sorry, charter counties as opposed to const- – we are constitutionals. Charter counties often have term limits, and so you have some charter counties who have eight-year term limits on their commissioners, some charter counties who have 12-year term limits on their commissioners, some who don't have any whatsoever, and then, of course, you have us, a constitutional county that it is not allowed to have term limits, and you know, we're just not able to unless they were imposed for us by the state. Now, one of the more interesting things about this is that, again, it's being done through legislation, 
rather than being done through, like, for example, a ballot initiative, which I disagree with that approach. I do not think that's the way it ought to be done. But also, Jason Pizzo in the Senate, I was listening to this hearing yesterday just a little bit, um, he's raising the question of why not actually have people vote on it? In fact, the current version in the Senate, which I think is likely to be the one that's going to define the way this process works going forward, is because the Senate, you know, if they don't agree, then it doesn't happen. Um, I th- I think they might make it like the, the current version would have you not just impose the term limits, but then constitutional county or sorry, charter counties that have a 12 year would require them to vote on the eight year. That's the current proposal. So everybody would either have it or be required to vote to opt for it. I think Jason Pizzo is going to come forward with an amendment that would say, look, why don't we just put it on the ballot for everybody in the fall and let them decide? Because the argument on behalf of the people who want term limits for county commissioners is 80% support in, in Florida. Everybody really wants this. And if it really is 80% in the state of Florida for everybody who wants it, then it should pass overwhelmingly. You know, it should pass very, very easily. And if it doesn't pass, well, then, you know, you find something out about how the people don't actually want this to be done. And so and it should really be a county by county sort of thing rather than being something that's done for everybody. 646 on News Radio 92.3. We just haven't been able to get Alex back on the phone. No worries. Sometimes it happens. Let's get traffic on the fives. Jake, can we uh, tell them about the traffic? Yes, yes, we can. We're looking great on our roadways. This traffic report is brought to you by Robert Half. Uh, all right, I-10 and I-110 look like they're at posted speeds. I uh, don't see any accidents reported by FHP this morning. Uh, if you're coming out of Milton on Highway 90 through Pace, I do not see anything happening. And uh, Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre, we're looking good. Uh, if you see anything out there, you can always call or text our traffic tip line if you can get through on our phone system. Uh, that's uh, 437-1620. Uh, nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring today. Robert Half is here to help. At Robert Half, they know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. That's H-A-L-F. Uh, I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Thanks Man, so much, Jake. And Jake, I know you've been working system. furiously to try to get <laughs> Alex trying. back on the phone. No, it's okay. I it's, had him for a second, and then it, it, it hey, yeah. you know, technology yeah. sometimes fails us. It's live radio. Technology. It's no big deal. Nobody died. You know, no, that's, no. That's, we're all fine. Anyway, uh, if you're thinking about buying that next vehicle, you're trying to decide where to go, I recommend Frontier Motors. Okay, Dave Ramsey also recommends it because they're the kind of place that sells the kind of car that he recommends. It's fiscally sound. You buy a car that's a year, two, maybe three years old, Low miles, great condition, almost new cars you can count on, and then you can put 100, 200, 300,000 miles on. That's how I do. Okay, I don't have to. I don't expect to have to buy another car for a little while. My, you know, my my Civic is only in its midlife right now at 180,000, and you know we bought it, the Odyssey a few years ago, so it's going to be a while for us. But that's the kind of car they specialize in, and you can sample a whole bunch of them all side by side, right next to each other. You don't have to drive all around town comparing and shopping. You can do it all in one place. And if they have what you want, get it. If they don't have what you want, they can get it. I mean, they can go out and find cars for you. They do it all the time. They're, they're great car hunters, so to speak. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Do you have a child in Escambia County Public Schools? Do you feel connected to all the resources your family needs? Resources like free tutoring, aftercare, and scholarships? Come to Podcast Palooza to see the people behind the resources, get your questions answered, and meet the guests behind the episodes of the Voices United in Education podcast. There will be a live presentation by Animal Tales, and Bam Snowballs will be serving up their famous snow cones. Plus, one lucky guest will win a $250 Amazon gift card. Be at Washington High School on Saturday, March 2nd, 10 to 2. Gulf Coast businesses are set to lose over $5 million this month. 
I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your Cybersecurity Tip of the Month. It's the beginning of tax season, and scammers know the threat of an IRS audit gets people to pay. Know that the IRS will never initiate contact through email, and any email threatening an audit is just a scam. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Visit datarevs.com for more information. Each Sunday at 7.30 a.m., the Bible Baptist Bookstore of Pensacola, Florida brings you Theological Seminar with teacher Peter S. Ruckman, founder and president of the Pensacola Bible Institute. He will teach you what the Bible says about the subject, not merely what it is presumed to teach. Tune in this Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for Theological Seminar with Dr. Peter S. Ruckman, brought to you by Bible Baptist Bookstore on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Right now with Joe and Austin, 4 to 7 on News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. For gallon of gas, 328. Florida average is 332. Mississippi is 286, and California is 464. Uh, 315. Oh, sorry, 309. If you go west, young man, in uh, Navarre or, or at the Sefco, up 87. Both have the 309 vicinity prices. If you are in, uh, uh, we are having just some technical issues today. 309 in Tiger Point. I think that's at the uh, Liberty Station. Or is that the Circle K? This is Circle K. 314 in Gulf Breeze proper. If you're in Milton this morning, 309 at the Raceway. 307 at the P Ridge Murphy. Uh, skip the first station in pace. Go to the uh, raceway. That's got 309 this morning. If you're getting over into Pensacola on nine mile prices are a little bit lower. 297th Walmart Neighborhood Market. Uh, 305 looks like the best price coming in from the north end on 29 right around the interstate. And then coming in from the southwest side looks like uh, 309 at the Shell on Cervantes. 651 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay, and we've got Steve Taylor in the newsroom with our headline. Steve, by the way, Steve. Yes. Thank you for filling in so capably for David these last two weeks. He will be back on Monday. Yeah. But uh, thank Papa you for getting up early back. and doing doing the workforce, man. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much. Well, former President Trump's civil fraud trial is, is expected to receive a verdict today. The New York judge overseeing the case has already found Trump did engage in fraud and must now decide what penalties he and the company should pay. State Attorney General Letitia James is seeking $370 million and a ban on Trump and other defendants doing business in New York. Fulton County, Georgia, D.A. Fonnie Willis will be back in court again today. This comes as that court determines if she should be tossed from the former president's Georgia election case because of alleged misconduct surrounding her and Trump prosecutor Nathan Wade. And if you don't know what character you want to be for Petsicon yet, this might be a solution. Some costumes, props, and other items from iconic films are headed to the auction block today. Items up for grabs include Hannibal Lecter's mask in The Silence of the Lambs, Yoda's walking stick from Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, and a hoverboard used by Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future Part 2. Costumes and props from Marvel, Harry Potter, and Jurassic Park franchises are also available for auction. The auction is taking place in Los Angeles, and absentee bidding is already underway on Studio Auction's website, which is the coordinator of the auction. I always wanted to be Jean-Luc Picard from Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, you, you've got him except for the accent. That's <laughs> <laughs> I do almost have the indiscernible. Almost yep. indiscernible. Yeah, All right, Steve, thanks for the update. Who would want Lecter's mask? That's so disgusting. Um, but yeah, no. And I think Yoda's walking stick would just get like 
you know, somebody wouldn't recognize it, so it would get misplaced somewhere and then get thrown in the fireplace, and that'd be bad. Uh, <laughs> 6.53 on News Radio 92.3. What else do we have going on? Um, oh, okay. I don't want to make a big deal about this. I'm going to really do my best not to make too much of it because I think uh, it's it's not as much of a story. But you have the um, – uh, remember Devan Cook has retired? You know, from Santa Rosa County, right? We talked about that. And um, there's some thought, okay, some thought running around that this is in connection somehow or other with uh, comments by Sam Parker the other day about, you know, one party is the party of the Bible and God and the other party is the party of the opposite. And, you know, um, there's been, you know, a lot of background issues with, you know, his wife was upset when James Calkins said much more uh, forceful, vehement versions of that. Um, you know, he says that he was going to retire in December anyway, and so retiring now is just a little bit ahead of schedule. Well, now we have a second person who is resigning, retiring, and that is the budget director in the Santa Rosa County. And that's, um, uh, oh, what is her name all of a sudden? It's Jane, but I can't remember her name. It's, it's right in front. Jane Nichols, right? She has announced her retirement. And you say, well, how, how could that possibly be connected to any of this stuff? Well, <laughs> let me tell you a little story. Um, in the agenda review, the uh, what they call the uh, the commission meeting in Santa Rosa County, uh, prior to the big flag discussion previously, mm-hmm. you had a um, just kind of an offhanded remark that was made by uh, Sam Parker. And I don't know. I wouldn't have thought much of it. I didn't really think much of it at the time. But then the South Santa Rosa News... Uh, had actually um, made a comment about how she told them it wasn't related to this. And I thought, well, okay, that's kind of odd. So here was the comment in talking about the budget town halls that are coming up. And I'll let you hear it for yourself and you decide what you think. This is Sam Parker during the committee meeting. This is a week and a half ago. They shared that they would ask that of all the commissioners. And so that's why you haven't seen me at any of those meetings and you won't because uh, I was proud to tell that one citizen that I do trust uh, Devan Cook and I trust Brad Baker. That's why they have my vote to be in that capacity. So if they say that they would like to go meet with citizens without it, even if it's un- unintentionally turning political, then I'm going to respect those wishes because those gentlemen are out here uh, along with their staff and, and Jane Bell that y'all get to, to see. She's not just eye candy over in the corner. She is, she is our budget director. And so if they would like to listen to folks uh, out there in the community and not have it politicized, then that's the reason why I think you'll see at least the majority of them, uh, the commissioners, are not at those meetings. And yet I saw a few jokes. Uh, absolutely, Jane, uh, I think Jane knows that was, that was a, uh, you know what, it was just great to say. I love Jane Bell, and, uh, so, and she loves me and my wife and our children, so there was, there was nothing uh, snickerty about that. But anyway... So I think Sam felt a little awkward after he said it, <laughs> you know, calling the budget director more than just eye candy. But I think what he meant uh, is just a compliment, right? He's trying to say, hey, here's somebody who does great work. And uh, she told South Santa Rosa News that um, I took no offense at this. I've been planning to retire for some time. It had nothing to do with Commissioner Parker. I take her at her word. I've heard from other people that it it's really was all planned for quite some time. There's no relation to it whatsoever. But we live in a culture where people are so easily 
tuned up over stuff. You know what I mean? Like the high sensitivity rating and, you know, looking for racism and sexism, chauvinism and every other ism that's going to be a problem for people under. Um, is it a little bit of a weird thing to say? It could be. But I mean, I'm just telling you, I, I will say kind things about people all the time. And if you don't know the context or don't know my relationship with that person, you might think it's weird, too. And I think, you know, leave it to the adults to make decisions about what offends them or not. Generally, my take on this stuff. 657 on News Radio 92.3. So, by the way, uh, Jane, thank you so much for your service. And, uh, man, budget trust is just such an important position that never is in the spotlight whatsoever. And uh, it's hard work, and I'm super glad that people who are better at it than I am uh, do that work. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the five. Jake? You know what, Andrew? You're more than just eye candy. Oh, man. Oh, making me feel good over here. <laughs> Yes, sir. Happy uh, birthday. All right. All right. Yes. Compliments on the birthday. Yes. Well done. You happy, got me. Happy birthday. <laughs> I always hope I can slip it past the, whoever's the producer. And, uh, you know, I was hoping I could, oh, maybe this is your oh, first no, year no, with no. my birthday. So maybe I can get it past you. But all right, fine. Oh, no. Nothing gets past this producer over here. <laughs> <laughs> this traffic report brought to you by, uh, well, actually, the sponsor did get past me. It's Executive Landscaping. Yes, it is. Uh, I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds this morning. If you're on Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre, not showing any accidents. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90 through Pace, nothing slowing you down. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. If you do see something out there, let us know. 437-1620. Executive Landscaping. Call us today for all your commercial and premium landscaping needs. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives i i feel like no not i'm not talking about that um somebody texts me in and says you know in a, in a corporate setting somebody would be suspended for saying something like that yeah maybe but also probably too much like that's you know too much of that i'm not advocating that we go back to the you know butt slapping days of drinking whiskey you know i mean like this i'm not saying that you know mad men had it right or anything but you know maybe a little bit more latitude and um i don't know i'm, I'm sure somebody would ask well, okay, but, you know, is she very pretty or isn't she very pretty? She's very pretty. I mean, just, just an objective fact. So is it a weird thing? I don't know. I just, we're so, you know, the, the one thing that I learned a long time ago, somebody made the comment, you know, in order to be offended, in order to take offense, you have to take it. It is a choice whether to take offense at something. You do not have to choose to take the offense, whether somebody else meant it or not. You're listening to... News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.